Welcome to this faith-inspiring message from Living Streams UK. We hope you are blessed. Do you have the heart of a child? There is something about the heart of a child that you and I must build in our relationship with God. In this episode, let's talk about the heart of a child. Ladies and gentlemen, in Luke chapter 14, verses 16 to 23, Jesus gives a very beautiful parable. Now, in that portion, he talks about the great banquet. And that is how this parable is known very uh, widely. In the great banquet, uh, in this portion of scripture, we see how that a man puts up a big party and sent out his servants to go and invite people to come into the party. But there were people giving excuses. You know, various people had all sorts of excuses to give as to why they couldn't come to this dinner party, if you like. Some said they had purchased a land. Others said they had purchased, you know, um, an oxen. Some said they had just gotten married and so on and so forth. There were various excuses, just like we do today as well. <laughs> Have you ever given an excuse to God before? Have you ever given an excuse which you know in your heart is, isn't really the reason why you haven't done what you ought to do for God. I think we all have been there where we give flimsy excuses unto God. Excuses of, you know, various things that really don't, you know, make any real sense. We all do give these excuses unto God. But in this portion of scripture, it is revealing something even much more. In this uh, story, the master of the house asked his servants, well, these guys I have invited have refused to come and they are giving me flimsy excuses. So why don't you go to the highways and go to the byways and invite everyone that you see to come into my house for this party? In the verse number 23 of that portion of scripture, which is Luke chapter 14, that is particularly interesting for what it is we are discussing today in this episode. That verse says, Bring everyone in from the highways and the byways. Now, that was what intrigued me a little bit. Now, you would often find children playing in the byways. You would often find children, you know, um, you know goofing around in the byways and the lord said to the servants go to the highways but also go to the byways and whoever you see bring them in now we can see this in matthew chapter 19 and the verse number 14 where jesus said let the children alone and do not hinder them from coming to me for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these and so such as these is instructive for us such as these means you can be an adult you can be you know a hundred years old you can be whatever age but such as these means no matter your age we need to have the heart of a child when we are dealing with the Lord in other words the invitation is for those that have the heart of a child 
It doesn't matter who you are listening today. It doesn't matter your qualifications. It doesn't matter your status in society. If you don't have the heart of a child, you are not able to experience any relationship with Christ. And so there are two things I want us to talk about which have to do with the heart of a child. The first is the heart of a child is a heart of trust. Look at Proverbs chapter 3 and the verse number 5. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. The heart of a child is the heart of trust. It is your path, as the scripture tells us, but you must let the Lord direct it for you. We know it is your path. We know it is your business. We know it is your marriage. We know it is your health. We know it is your whatever, it is your family, and so on and so forth. However, although it belongs to you, you must acknowledge there is a greater source to which you must commit these things to. And that greater source is the Lord, to whom you must commit your life so that he can direct your life for you. It takes trust to let go. It takes trust to say, I cannot do this by myself. It takes trust and it takes humility to say to the Lord, Lord, this may be my path, but I am humble enough to say I cannot walk this road alone. And so, dear Lord, take over, take over and lead the way. I love it in that, uh, uh, you know, uh, beautiful song which says, when we walk with the Lord in the light of his word, what a glory he sheds on our way. While we do his good will, he abides with us still and with all who will trust and obey. And the chorus says, trust and obey. There is no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. So friend, listening to me today, I think that hymn beautifully, you know, summarizes this point of the heart of trust. It is that when we walk with him, he shares that glory on our path. And so we must let him take over that path of yours. Allow him to take over your life. Allow him to take over your marriage. Allow him to take over your business. Allow him to take over your job. Allow him to take over your ministry. Allow him to lead the way. Allow him. Allow him. You've run it all by yourself for far too long. Now is the time for you to say, Lord, take over. I trust in your everlasting arms. And so, Lord, take over. The heart of trust is the heart that is able to establish a relationship with Christ. Now, you know, the hymn that I talked about, the song, it actually came about from an incident in one of D.L. Moody's revival meetings in 1887. There was a young man who had just given his life to the Lord and he was reported to have said that I am not quite sure I am going to trust and obey. So he wasn't sure 
about what it is that he was hearing, but he said out of humility, I am going to trust and obey. Professor Townsend, who was the music director of Moody's Bible Institute, he was present over there and he heard those words of the young man. He was stirred up in his spirit and together with John Summers, they both wrote this beautiful hymn. So friend listening to me today, I also call you to dedicate your life to the Lord like the heart of a child, to trust him. You may not be sure, but it takes trust and obedience. You have run your own show for far too long. It is time you said, it is enough. It is enough. Lord, take over. In Isaiah chapter 26 and the verse number 3, the Bible says, You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. Friend, put your trust in Jesus today. Put your trust in him today. You run and run and run and run. You must be tired by running your own life at this point. It is enough. It is enough. Let the Lord take over. Oh, it just reminds me of that beautiful song, I need no other argument. I need no other plea. It is enough that Jesus died and that he died for me. And that story of that hymn was written by Eliza Hewitt, who died in 1920, born in 1851. Now, she was a public school teacher. One day, one of her own students struck her with a heavy slate, and so she suffered a very severe spinal injury, which forced her to retire from teaching and she became, if you like, an invalid for the rest of her life and lived in Philadelphia. And this was the one who wrote that beautiful song. I need no other argument. I need no other plea. It is enough that Jesus died for me and that he died for me. I may be an invalid, but I need no other argument. It may be that my own student has brought me this calamity, but I need no other argument. You also can say it may be that the family has gone awry, but I need no other argument. It may be that the business has gone bad, but I need no other argument. It may be that I have suffered some major losses in my life, but it may be but I need no other argument. It doesn't matter what it is, just like Eliza Hewitt said in that song, we also can say today, we need no other argument. It is enough that Jesus died and that he died for me. Let those also be your own words today and trust in him. Trust in him. And every time you, you are confronted with any challenge, let these words come into your mind that I choose to trust. It is enough. It is enough. But I choose to trust in the Lord my God. Oh, how beautiful. How beautiful. What a blessing to know Jesus. Hallelujah. The second point I want to talk about before we end this episode is that the heart of a child believes. The heart of a child believes 
it is for no reason that the child believes in Superman, in Batman, in Spider-Man, in Santa Claus, in all the fairy tales you can think about. <laughs> because the heart of a child believes. It makes their imagination run wild when they hear these fairy tales. If we too can believe in the words of our Lord, ladies and gentlemen, our own imagination will see the impossible happen in our lives. In the book of Ephesians chapter 3 and the verse number 20, the Bible says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all that we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. And so, friend, listening today, we must believe. Believe in his power at work in you. You may not see it, but believe. You may not see him with your physical eyes, but faith believes. Believe. The heart of a child, remember, the heart of a child believes. If you can believe, you will see the glory of God in your life. If you can believe his word concerning you, if you can believe his word concerning your family, if you can believe his word concerning your life, he calls out to you today, believe, believe, believe. You've doubted him for far too long, haven't you? It is now time you believed in him. I love that same scripture in uh, the Message Bible, which is sort of a paraphrase. In Ephesians 3.20, he says, God can do anything you know far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. Oh, how beautiful that is. I like that paraphrase. And that must let you know that if you believe, you will see the power of God move in your life. Jesus said in John chapter 14 and the verse number one, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. And he says in Mark chapter 9 and the verse number 23, Jesus said to him, If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Friend, I need you to believe in the Lord. Believe in his promises concerning your life. Believe in his power. Believe that he's working in you right now. Believe that he's calling you unto repentance right now. Believe that he wants to have a relationship with you. Believe that he's calling out to you right now. And if you want to respond with a heart of trust and with a heart of faith in him, I need you to say this prayer after me. Dear Lord, I believe that you died for me. I believe that, Lord, you were raised from the dead on the third day, that when I put my trust in you, I also rise into newness of life. Dear Lord, I believe in you. And because I believe, I trust that from today, my life is a new creation in you. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. I bless you. And I want to encourage you to get in touch with us. We are here to help you in your Christian journey. And please share this podcast to your friends and family. Spread it across on social media and let others also be blessed. I'll see you 
next time. God bless you. Hope this message has blessed you. Do visit us at uklsi.org for more information. God bless you and we look forward to hearing from you.